Aloha and welcome to the Morning Mala'o podcast. My name is Luana Kava'a and I'm honored to share this space with you. The goal of this podcast is to inspire and motivate us to live with greater aloha. I invite you to start your day with Morning Mala'o. Listen, learn, and live aloha with me. Aloha and welcome to Season 3 of the Morning Mana'o Podcast. Mahalo nui for spending this time with me. As always, if you are new to the podcast, go and listen to episodes in Season 1 and Season 2. You'll find lots of great mana'o and heaps of aloha in those episodes. And if you are a faithful and loyal follower and listener of Morning Mana'o, my deepest mahalo for sticking around and continuing this amazing journey with me. Now today we are continuing to talk about Vahipana, these sacred and storied places. This has been a series that I've been doing for a few weeks now and we've talked about a bunch of different places on the island of Maui. Now today I want to talk about a special place and I also want to discuss how we can learn from this place, the lessons, the life lessons that we can learn and that we can apply into our daily lives and in, even into our communities. So the Vahipana today is Pu'unene. Now, this place often gets mispronounced as Punene. However, there is an Okina there, a glottal stop in Pu'u. And there are two Kahako, two Makrons over the the letter E in nene. So we want to elongate those vowels. So the correct pronunciation is pu'u nene. And when we pronounce it correctly, we say it correctly, we then understand the meaning. Pu'u meaning hill and nene our native Hawaiian goose. So when we put it together, we get this literal translation of goose hill. Now, for those of us who are kama'aina, familiar with the area of Pu'unene today, it is mostly flat. There aren't really any hills there. And so it makes you wonder what existed there in the past that gave it its name. Was there a pu'u? Was there a hill or a mound in that area where the nene goose would flock and would gather? So the folks that I have talked to and in the research I have done, it is, there is an assumption that there must have been some kind of pu'u hill or mound where the nene would gather, and hence the name pu'u nene. Now, later in more contemporary history, pu'u nene becomes very well known as this thriving little community of immigrant workers. There were Japanese, Filipino, and other ethnicities who came to work on the plantation and they made their homes there in camps in the area of Pu'unene. And they all worked in the sugar fields. And so there was this sense of community. Imagine all of these people coming from different places all over the world, speaking different languages with their own customs, cultures, and traditions, and they all come together now in this little community. They begin to share their culture with each other, their various foods, their customs, their language with each other. 
And although they are from diverse backgrounds and from different countries around the world, they become this close-knit community. The very first Japanese Christian church is built, and Soichi Sakamoto begins a swim club where he starts to train young men to swim in the Olympics, and two of his students actually make it to the Olympics. The people who I know who are from Pu'unene are so proud of this history and have fond memories of growing up in this little community. Now, in the 1950s, Kahului begins to get built up and many of the families who lived in Pu'unene start to move away. As a young child, I remember visiting Ohana family, as well as family friends who still lived in some of the old plantation homes in Pu'unene. But the entire landscape changes dramatically. Today, you can still see Pu'unene school. The post office is there as well, and then the remnants of the old sugar mill. Now, what are the Ha'avina? What are the lessons that we learn from this history of Pu'unene? I was thinking about this and I thought there are several things that we can apply into our lives and into our communities. First and foremost, the acceptance of different cultures, different customs, different traditions. This is so important. Hawaii is made up of various ethnicities, people from various backgrounds. And we can learn from the examples of the people in from Pu'unene in using that and celebrating those differences, teaching each other the language, the customs, the foods from, from your culture. The second thing I thought of is really building a sense of pride in your community. And we do that by building pilina, building relationships with each other, taking pride in the way our community looks, what it stands for, the accomplishments of its members, creating a legacy that can live on and a legacy that you can be proud of. We can do this in our own communities today. Get out, get to know your neighbors, share with them, take care of each other, Do things together as a neighborhood, as a community, and build those relationships and create a sense of oha. And so we can make two commitments today. First and foremost, we can commit to saying this vahipana correctly, pu'u nene. And the second thing that we can commit to is developing a sense of community wherever you are, wherever you live. Mahalo. Thank you for listening and learning with me. If you enjoyed Morning Malao, please consider liking and sharing it. And let's stay connected. Follow Morning Malao on Instagram and Facebook. You can also visit luanakava'a.com for more information and additional resources. Ahui ho. Until we meet again, keep the spirit of aloha in your heart.